This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. The Compassion Conundrum In last weekend's sermon, my dad had been preaching from Luke 14, and as he went through the scriptures, something interesting jumped out at me. First is something that has struck me many times before in many different passages. Jesus, often about some other task, comes across someone in need. Sometimes he's at dinner, sometimes he's traveling, sometimes he's on his way to heal someone else. And what does he always, inevitably, do when he sees this other hurting soul? He stops, he heals them, raises a child from the dead. Why? Because he loves them, because he feels compassion for them, because he's moved. I tend to think of these as human emotions, and they are, but I wonder if maybe they're also the reflection of the divine in us, because Jesus, operating solely as a man, might have instead resented the distraction or the complication or the delay. If he weren't perfect, he might have rolled his eyes or grumbled or even muttered under his breath, seriously, another one? But he doesn't do that, ever. Um, Because these things, love, compassion, empathy, they are considered virtues, are in fact the fruit we're supposed to bear as believers, for good reason. They are a reflection of God himself, who of course is love. But we see another side to this too, in that same chapter, as well as in other places in the Gospels. The places where Jesus warns us what the cost of following him is, and how high it is. When he tells us that choosing this way means abandoning others, that embracing God as Father may mean a break with our earthly one, where he says that he will come between mother and child. And here, he even says that following him means hating your family, or loving them less, as the word might mean in Greek. I've long since reasoned out that what he's saying here is that he has to come first. Loving God before anything else is crucial. And if we love other things more, our spouses, our kids, our extended families, our house, our things, our life, our job, he may well ask us to give those things up. Because nothing, nothing should come between us and him. Here's the interesting twist, though. How do we show our love for him? How do we reflect his love for us? By loving, serving each other. So do you see the conundrum there? We have to love what is ours less than him so that we can love what is his without reservation. Now there are surely overlaps because our spouses and kids and parents and cousins are his children too. But am I willing to serve only them in certain ways? Would I take the food from another child's mouth to give it to my own? Do I consider these people in my life more mine than his? To do so is natural human. To not do so is, I think, divine. Now don't get me wrong. God created families. They are a crucial part of his plan. He calls us to protect them and preserve them and keep them in good order, to teach our children and to take great care with them. We are to be, the family unit is to be a building block of the church. But he also calls us to define family through his eyes to see mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers everywhere there is faith in him, to love the stranger, the neighbor, as much as we love ourselves and our own, and to prove our love for him by loving them 
I tend to hold my emotions close, my thoughts and fears tight. The English of old would have referred to me as reserved, but I'm praying that God will work on my heart in this way, that I'll learn to make myself vulnerable so that I can see friends, brothers, sisters, everywhere I turn, and so that when I see them hurting, I can't help but stop and do everything in his power, not my own, to make them whole, with no thought to myself or what is mine. So maybe it's not a conundrum after all, but it is definitely a challenge, one he put forth oh so succinctly when he said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteasandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.